in the 2004 reality TV show There's Something About Miriam. Six very attractive guys compete for a cash prize and for the love of the beautiful and mysterious Miriam Rivera, a Mexican trans woman. It's meant to be her big break, the moment she becomes the superstar she always wanted to be. But this is the era of cruel reality TV, and the show producers have a different goal. They want to pull off the biggest shock in reality TV history. During the show's finale, the on-screen drama sparked an intentional uproar about gender, sexuality, and whether reality television had finally gone too far. Trace Lizette's new podcast miniseries, Harsh Reality, is a story about love, lies, reality TV, and a woman ahead of her time. I'm about to play you a preview of Harsh Reality, but while you're listening, be sure to follow Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. Nowadays, if you go to Times Square, right in the heart of Manhattan, you go to see the bright lights and to get your picture taken with Spider-Man. You go for the Lion King or celebrity wax figures or Ripley's Believe It or Not. But this is 1999, and New York is practically a different city. Times Square is still flashing with light, but it's full of strip clubs and adult movie theaters. You can hire someone to go back to your hotel room with you as long as you pay cash in advance. You can score some heroin, or you can get mugged. It's edgy, it's dangerous, but girl, it's definitely exciting. New York City nightlife was amazing. 42nd Street was alive with strip clubs and go-go dancing. They had the trans working at Show Center, the men dancers working at Show Palace, the females working at Show World. In 1999, Nikki is just a young trans girl from Hoboken, New Jersey. Tonight, she wants to go dancing. So she heads to Tunnel, a legendary club on the river in Chelsea. Built in a former railway station, the place is home to hip-hop DJs, club kids, and drag queens. The dance floor is long and narrow, and it's got these crazy high ceilings. If you're in heels, you've got to watch where you step because the old railway tracks still run the length of the floor. Anyone who's anyone is here. The whole place is throbbing. Nikki can feel the music pulsing in her chest. And then she sees her. She walked in like Pocahontas. She had her hair split. She had two braids. Short, petite, so gorgeous. And I was like, oh my God, she's like beautiful. Nikki is totally in awe. She approaches the girl, leans in close, and asks her, who are you? She looked at me and I looked at her. I was like, are you like me? And she's like, yeah. Yeah, girl. This woman, long, shining, dark hair, Olive skin, exquisite face, is the most beautiful trans woman Nikki has ever seen. Fast forward six months. Nikki's had some more plastic surgery, 
She's starting to feel like she owns this place and she knows it. Her look is tight. We're talking ballroom scene, darling. The legendary house of extravaganza, where you slip in through a door on a dark side street and you find yourself in a huge hall, blazing with light and voices, throbbing with music and history. The competition is stiff. You have your look and you have your moves. And when your moment comes, you hit the runway with all you've got. Getting showered with snaps and shade, and then you wait to see what the judges think of you. Tonight, we've had categories like butch realness, femme queen realness, and sex siren. The girls give you duck walks, low to the ground, working on their toes, and catwalks higher up, swiveling one foot in front of the other, and spins and dips like you wouldn't believe. The crowd is hot. It's been hours, and there's no sign of things slowing down. We're about to see the girls walk the face category. They've got pure poise. This category is definitely about stunning good looks, but it's also how you sell it. Nikki's friend is about to compete. Oh, and if you haven't guessed it, the friend we're talking about is Miriam. Miriam's song drops, the one she always walks to. She would walk up her head to the sky, hands up, grab underneath her chin, and roll down her neck, showing no Adam's apple, and then turn her head, look to the front of the judges, face up, scoop her nose with her finger, and just give all the types of structure to her face, and walk up. Now, if you know anything about the ball scene, you know that this category isn't just about bone structure. I mean, yes, it's about bone structure, but it's also about how you work it. You gotta make them know it, sweetie. And Miriam, she knows how to make them know it. Both her arms out, very grand and royal. Walk gracefully, flip her hair, turn it. She knew how to sell it. The crowd is eating it up. All eyes on her. She knew she had beauty and she knew she was undeniably beautiful, so nobody could tell her nothing. Just drop-dead stunning. For a lot of the girls, like Nikki and Miriam, living in New York on the cusp of the new millennium, nightlife is your world. It's where you find your family, where you find friendship, and where you win glory. But what if you want your world to be bigger? Bigger than nightlife. Bigger than New York City. What then? Is there anywhere else you can make it? Follow Harsh Reality, the story of Miriam Rivera on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or you can listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app.